Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Live at your mama's house, I'm Slide Whistle. Well, what are we doing here? I'm Immunization. And I'm Edward Gamble, treasurer of the Stormwind City. Just kidding! <laughs> I pranked you! You just got pranked! Uh, that's Aaron. Fire Magic's hard and Aaron Hard Punching Guy. What's up? Prank my dad. Uh. Ashton. Hey. Raid the world, world to first, war, first, war, race to first world is done. Raid to world to first to raid to race to world first. Finish complete. Dunzo. Um, I don't even know who won. I don't really care. I mean, but like, I guess it's it, it, it was interesting to me though that like it took a lot longer than it normally does, and there were some tough bosses in there. Um, was it Echo that won? Uno Mas, actually. April Fools. Yeah. <laughs> we tricked you again. You got fooled again, dummies. Uh, it was someone else. It wasn't Pieces. And I, I was, for whatever reason, I'm just like, let's go pieces, even though they weren't even on the board this time. Uh, Echo won first place. Second place was, ooh. Limit? No, Limit, was, Limit, Limit has not cleared it yet. Limit is not second place, or are they third place? Third place is, um, yeah. oh, second place was Method, and third place was Skyline, which I think is a Chinese guild. Skyline High School in Ann Arbor, Michigan? Yeah, they're they're up there. You know, they have um, an esports team now, in particular, a wow, uh, race to world to first team. I can believe it. That building was huge. I guess Limit or Liquid, whatever they're going be, being called now, they they gave up um, the race basically like before it even ended. They had oh they yeah, had, like, I heard had, like, that because the the other people had a point six percent left poll, and they were just like. We're not going to be, they're just going to get it next time. Yeah, they're packed their bags up. I guess, I mean, a lot of them are burned out. But also, I really wonder how much of it was American PTO running out. Because they usually take time off for this stuff. And we went to, like, day 17. And we don't, that's like, uh, you, buddy, your bank's empty now. Yeah, I was reading that, like, I think I was reading, like, they're, they're like, yeah, our, one of our main tanks has to go back to work now. <laughs> I mean, not, not like, they probably have, like, a million, like, capable tanks well not a million but at least several losing your main like your big tank like that sucks it's interesting i mean like i think i i don't know i, I think i like it better this way I mean, not to say that like i don't like that people are being psychologically tortured because they keep <laughs> hitting the same raid wall over and over again because that sucks but like it was an exciting race it was i was watching it at work i didn't get to see not one fucking kill like last time so i was bummed about that but i don't know i feel like a slugfest you know, and I appreciate that, like, bosses and the raid tier in general took a little bit longer. I mean, it's kind of boring if they just kill all of them really fast back-to-back, -back, right? Yeah, I was, it's... I, I like the challenging aspect of it. I say ramp it up even more. Oh, God. I, I want the days of, like, Vanilla or Wrath where it's, like, heroic Garbledon didn't die for the first 78 days. That that shit's wild to me. That some of those some of these old bosses stood for like a full like year and some change. Wasn't Ragnaros one of them? It was forty five, and people were like forty five. I want to pull up a list now, but I feel like we can we can do that later.
because we just talk about what we did in raid, and that's we did our own race to first to world to race to first raid. Yeah, our team in particular, the slow team here, um, we are on the jailer now, so we downed Rygalon. And it didn't really take that long. I mean, like, this week was our first real week where we had a substantial amount of time on it. We, we just had, like, a few pulls last week, I feel like. And, you know, we got a strategy down in, what was it, like, five pulls maybe we got them? Yeah, it was, it was not tough, like, at all, uh, other than just three or four DPS would die. So we'd get to the end and be like, you're not fast enough. So all it was was just them not dying. I'm trying to think. This is still pretty fast for our raid group, though, right? The fact that we're on the final boss of normal, like, how, what, three weeks? Is three weeks in? Four weeks in? Uh, yeah, th- four weeks in, I believe, because we stopped at, for whatever reason I remember this, four, seven, nine, and ten, respectively. And, you know, which, like, Slide and I were talking about this yesterday, too, and, you know, the other group is... The disparity between our two groups is the largest it's ever been. They have, like, really, really serious, good people over there. Like, a lot of them. And, you know, we are we have some more casual people here. And it, it's whatever. But I was saying, like, regardless of how fast they're going, I feel like our group is going faster than we normally do, even. Like, so I'm proud of us. But <laughs> it just is funny, like, the disparity. That double legendary and... They've been really, really nerfing the hell out of this raid. Um, we're just like kind of cruising. Like the fact that we even like we made a jailer pull and how low did we get the jailer? Like we almost like it was like sixty or like fifty five yeah, or like something. A, it, was it was surprisingly 50. low for the final boss. Uh, yeah, I feel like we'll get him next week. I I do think. I also feel like on our first night of the week, we were slow, weren't we? Like, it took us forever to pull things. I was like, what are we doing here? Come on, let's go. We're going to run out of time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've been super slow. Like, I think next next week I'm going to do a timer and just see how much time we actually, like, do pulling the boss. <laughs> it, it gets a... Or rather, it takes a long time to get revved up now. Like, people start showing up at for east coast 9 30 some people are in there 9 45 like six more people show up 10 like two more people show up uh, some healers don't show up until like 11 and it's just like oh hey guys sorry Beam you, know, bomb, you know what's funny though big ben and such you know what's fun funny though like in guild chat after raid did you see what he posted no. oh yeah yeah okay so so our our holy pally cynical is always late but it's because I he's love making, him love him but he's he's consistently late it's because he's he's making his wife dinner was what he normally was doing but i think now he has a new job so now he doesn't get home until like 45 so he's like super late like trying to catch up and his he was saying he posted in a guild chat he's like yeah my wife said i need to get a new guild so she's trying to find me one so i can make her dinner again <laughs> She's actively <laughs> guild hunting for him. <laughs> God, what would that have? Was it just? I wonder. Would it be a guild that just knows to start later, or would it have to be like an oceanic guild where the time zone is so funked that they're like, "Oh, it's only five p.m. here." Yeah, it probably just had to be like a like a later weird rating. But then he was saying how he was trying to explain to her how you can't just join a new group like like that. He's like, I know these people. Also, like, other people probably won't want me when they see me dead. <laughs> I mean, and like, he's been a staple of our guild. I mean, he's been he's been raiding with with 
with our guild since before we even joined, right? He's, I think he's been mm-hmm. there since the beginning. Yeah, he's been there for a long time. It was just funny that she's like, you gotta find a new guild. I'm also interested that if she took it upon herself to find a new guild, is she a wild person? Is she logging into his account and being like, hey, big boys, don't you want me on your rating team? <laughs> She's, like, rolling up her pant leg on her, like, paladin banana armor. Like, look at me. <laughs> he's, he's like, Bethany, what are you doing? And it's like, Steven, get out of here. I'm, I'm, tonight's the night. I'm finding you someone. I'm flirting with all these boys until one of them brings you on. She, she just, like, takes his character and, like, walks around Orbos and, like, types and, like, slash say, <laughs> like, looking for a new guild. Looking for a new guild that raids later than this time Pacific. <laughs> I would love that. But, um, I don't like, I like and I don't like the Jailer fight. I I feel like this raid fight is very, very mean to feral druids. It's cruel. Like, the so that there's holes everywhere. And when you get a rune... <laughs> Which is kind of silly to me. I don't know. And I know they're just making it interesting. <laughs> it's kind of silly that Zaval's like, come fight me. On the throne of the first ones, this Swiss cheese floor. And, like, you're, you're backpedaling to throw fireballs at him. You just kind of scoot out. And he's like, oh, you fell down the floor. Did you guys see that funny clip of, I think it was, like, on someone's stream, like, one of the Mythic teams or whatever. Like, it bugged out and the jailer, they pulled the jailer and he walked forward and then he, like, fell through one of the <laughs> holes. <laughs> Champion, you, you did it. You saved us. <laughs> He fucking mousetrapped himself. Oh, well, it was my board. <laughs> He's just sitting there in his striped one-piece bathing suit as a big clickety <laughs> cage comes down on him. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it is but very why, why, silly. Why is, it, why is it mean to ferals? Oh, so because when you... Have, have you gotten a rune on you yet that they had to bring into a hole? Yes, I have. So when you which, go which, into which, a... by the way, they're, they're like, oh, just remember, maiden of virtue, and I got PTSD because that was the oh one that I would, I would always get bullied on and get sad on. So I was like, yeah, I know that fight. I was gonna say that was not your fight. <laughs> it, it wasn't any of our fights. We were like, as a team collectively, we were a lot worse back then, and I think we were stuck progging on that boss for what felt like months. Honestly, <laughs> it, it honestly may have been months. It was that was brutal. It was very much the same energy of Nithendra, the first boss in Emerald Nightmare, where we Whoa. just could not kill her because we did not have the damage to do so. Um. Anyway, so when you jump into this hole, you get shot up, and then you kind of do weirdly slow fall. You don't like slow fall, slow fall, but like you fall at a slower rate than normal. And because when you're in cat form, it's really hard to tell what the center of your body is because you're so fucking long. So, like, I'm not sure, like, if my front paws are where my feet are as a human or if my back paws are. Mm. I'm assuming it's a middle wedge. And so landing is actually way different than if I was in a regular human form. Um, and so sometimes I can I can overshoot it because it, it, it feels like it's momentum-based. It feels like if I run into this hole really fast, I shoot out of the hole really fast. I'm one of the fastest things in the game. The items, feral cats naturally just like super fast. So I'm like shooting fucking far across the map. And I'm like, is this a bug? Is this just how cats work? Like, I don't like this. So whenever I get rune on me, I'm like, I'm going to die. Can you like wild charge down to Zoval? 
I, I can, but I have to be close enough. And so I, I always try to get a, like one of the holes around him. But we had some weird pulls because like the tanks don't know. It's the first time seeing this fight. They were pull they, they were fighting Zoval on the opposite side of all of the holes. All the ones near us had been sealed. So like I think I think Aaron, you had it once where you had to like run the fuck out and you had to go find a hole. And I had to do that. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not gonna make it. Yeah, it was it was also, I guess, just because I was far. But instead of finding one near Zoval, because they had all been plugged, I had to go like on the other side of the platform. And that's when I put it together that like, it makes the pillars you need to hide behind. And I was like, well, we're going to die here. Cause this one, this pillar is not useful. It will save me and no one else. It's also interesting because a few people asked if you could jump into the same hole of somebody else. And like the answer is technically yes, but you need to do it like at the same time, because as you just said, when you jump in and you launch out, then a giant pillar comes down from the sky and fills the hole. And Pablo tried to go into one that Paliath had gone into, and Paliath launched out, and Pablo was in the process of being launched out, and then it was comically, like, this comically, this large pillar comes down and spikes Pablo so fast back down into the hole, and then he dies instantly. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's weird. And then the tanks have to destroy the pillars. Now, this is my favorite, my favorite fun fact. Do you guys remember when the tanks didn't destroy all the pillars and we had one left and we wiped at like our lowest percentage? Vaguely. That was my pillar because I had, there was, there was no holes nearby. So I had to run all the way and I had to make a choice. Do I run with everybody else or do I run away from everybody else? And in a panic, I ran away from everybody else. Cause I'm like, well, I'm faster this way. It'll be clearer. There's less holes. So I put my pillar in a really bad spot. Because I didn't realize the tanks had to destroy those pillars. I, th I thought those pillars were different than the ones that were in the first phase. Or do we spawn where those ones are? The ones that the tanks have to go to in phase two to destroy? I don't know. But I saw my pillar up still over there. And so maybe maybe I am... Maybe you're right. Maybe it, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> All right. I actually don't think <laughs> you, it you is. You said but... earned vindication. Fuck you guys. Do your yeah, jobs. I did great. <laughs> This team's gonna do great. You gotta do great. We, uh, me and Amin killed this boss with Dr. Jobs over the weekend, and I was not alive for any of any of the pulls. I fucking fell into that goddamn hole every single pull. They resed me at one point, and I was like, no, please, don't, don't res is me. This, don't res is, me. This isn't on Wild Seed, right? It's on your Paladin? No, it's on Wild Seed. It's on my Druid. Oh, I thought you, I apologize. I thought you were uh, floppy over there and you were wild seed with us. So I, I play floppy when I'm, um, if it's a boss that I've already killed, then I'll, I'll do a paladin. And so my paladin, but actually, I actually took him all the way up past, I, I took him to Rigolon. I took him to Lords of Dread, even though my druid hadn't killed the Rigolon. Anyways, yeah, I always mix and match him, but I died every single time. They res me and I died again. I'm like, uh, these holes just fucking get me. It's tricky, too, because if you, you need to, like, position yourself, because I think it launches you out of the hole where your back was faced, I think. So, like, if you are aimed directly at another open hole, you will probably fall directly into another hole as well if you don't have another way to, like, bounce out. Like, I had to disengage a few times. Or if you're faced, your back is faced off the edge, you could potentially be launched off the platform all, in, like, entirely. Oh my god, did you guys see what... Okay, so we also killed 
Rigalon, and there's a slight knockback on that one too. Was that the one that Myth got knocked off the the map on? Yeah. Oh no, Lords of Dread as well. I think, but I I think Rigalon as well. I don't know how you get knocked off of Lords of Dread, but like I don't. Why are there so? Why do the last three bosses have like fall off things? Like that's just mean. Like that that is that is that yeah, is jailer like, mean. Like, jailers oval falling as part of the mechanics. The other two, it's just like <laughs> it's in a big floating circle. They they have they don't have walls exclusively just to be rude. I honestly did not think we were going to be able to kill Rigalon. Because when I saw that we only had two dead, and the two that were dead were, like, two people that normally don't do a lot of DPS in the first place, which is, well, you know, whatever, that's what our group is. Um, I was like, okay, well, uh, we got up to, like, 10%, and those two are dead. I was like, it was 20% with those two dead. And I'm like, we're not going to get 20% with them alive. What are we doing? But we, like, we, we, we did... Did no one die on our last Raglan pool? Like, that was a clean kill, right? Mm, I think. I think or, so. like, one or person died. Maybe somebody's res, too, because I think at the end, all of us were alive, though. So, I, it, it was solid, and that's what we needed. I also got more used to, like, how to properly use Wild Spirits to get maximum damage, because, like, during the first, like, two or three pulls, I was like, well, do I use this for the, the little... Quasars, is that what they're called? Or and I'm like, no, it doesn't make sense. I'm like, so when do I use this? And then the tanks are moving, Ryglon. So I'm like, I, I need to figure out the proper time to get maximum Wild Spirits damage. You know what I realized? I realized we should probably open up like the what like our raid segment with what we play because like people who listen know. But like, if you're kind of like new and I, I'm talking, you don't know what the fuck I'm playing. Like, wh- what does he mean playing? He's a hunter, but what is he doing? Who knows? Well, you yeah. see, that's why <laughs> I've been introducing <laughs> myself as such for 170-ish episodes. Aaron's got it the, down. The, the fans are never confused, except that I have started saying it like Fire Magic Sword Punching Back. So <laughs> maybe they are now re-confused. Uh, Fire yeah. Mage. I, I, I should be like, uh, I should start opening the episodes by saying, like, it's immunization. You know, that's the name of my holy priest, but in our guild, I'm playing Metaloid, my Pandaren Beastmaster Hunter, that's Night Fae, so... Yeah, it just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> that, that, that's <laughs> my, new, opening. my new opener there, you know. Hey, everybody, I'm Slide Whistle, named as a demon hunter, but I'm actually <laughs> currently like playing Wild Seed, blade. a feral druid, and also playing Falopples, the Ret Paladin, which is my real name, but I won't tell you what that is unless you know me in the guild. <laughs> wink, wink. Ah. Honestly, Flopples would be a good name. Okay, yo, it's re- I don't know. Have I mentioned this already? How people using my name in Doctor Jobs raid is crazy to me. Yeah, it's oh, crazy be- to me because, too. Because they're be- saying, yeah, hey, they're like, hey, God given name. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Like at this point, whatever. It's like, uh, Felipe, <gasps> move, go over there. Res Felipe, Res Felipe, and I'm like, this is, f- I can't do this, I have to leave, <laughs> this is weird. And so he left, this is the episode that we announced it, I'm so sorry Heavy, <laughs> we're all gone. Heavy's got a new guild now, he's with Eternal Kingdom, we got we got this this little snake of connections going all the way to Kalis, and we, we have a connection. You know, it's really funny. I feel like the longer we've been involved on Proudmore, the more, like, I'm like, I know people in all these guilds, and, like, I see the same people around in places. It's kind of cool. I, I like it. 
Do you guys ever see Niemals? N-I-E-M-A-L-S. He's a Worgen rogue. He is a big... Well, no, I don't, I don't see him because he's invisible. He's a rogue. No, but as, that's the thing. I see him in Orpos all the time. And I'm, I, whenever I see him, I'm like, why do I know your name? It's because Niemals constantly does the Bob is Drinking Proudmore server meme. Ooh. And I see him and I'm like, Niemals! Like, what's up? But, like, I put so many characters that, like... And, you know, I don't have, like, a one that's based anywhere. So I'm, I'm trying to get a rep built up, you know? My bad boy's my paladin. He says mean things to people. You know, it's funny because, like, I always see people that I know, like, from Dogs with Jobs or other places. But then I'm, like, uh, it's a, on a night when I'm on, like, my hunter for raid or something. So I'm, like, oh, I can't, they won't know who that metalloid is me. But, like... The only person I always run into is, like, Zagoy and I always run into each other when I'm on my priest. And then, like, we have this thing now where it's just, like, whenever we see each other, we just, like, blow all of our cooldowns, cast a bunch of spells on each <laughs> other, and, like, use a bunch of toys and, like, run around each other. <laughs> it is funny, like, er, like earlier this week, I cast, like, the rainbow generator on him, and he, like, started running o- running away to, like, make it look, look bigger. And then he used, is it a toy or something that puts you on a mall rat that makes you start moving faster oh okay so uh he's having riding the shard hide it's um corthia thing yeah that yeah that's it but but we didn't know that like that would that breaks the rainbow it just made it disappear so then i'm like wow it's a that was pretty homophobic of you <laughs> you heard it here first everybody first everybody's a goy homophobe cancel <laughs> he's like no it's a shard hide i swear and i'm like okay that adds up the shard hide would be homophobic and that's, I love that. And it, it sucks that people on smaller servers don't get this, right? Because we, remember, they were going to merge us with some dirty servers. And we were like, don't you fucking merge us. Keep us with Proud Morians. Because that's all I see. And I don't know, you two aren't as tuned into trade chat. But do you guys notice Catericus at all? The druid? All the time. And I always see them too because they're always yes. on their yak up by the flight path on the top of Orbos. I was just going to say, Catericus, okay, Catericus is trying to be the new Viserion, the guy on the pink flamingo who dances at the auction house in Stormwind. Have you seen him before? He, like, stands, like, right well, on, like, course, on the ledge. Yeah. By the way, he used to stream that, too. I watched one of his what? streams one time. Well, he quit the game with Manipause, so... I, I was going to say Catericus or whatever was trying to be the new Manipause because they're always in, in chat, always talking about everything if if, if catericus is trying to be the new manipulse i will say they are 1000 times percent better they ask great questions they don't have an agenda they just simply want to people to talk in trade chat and they want people to know who they are and i see you catericus do you have a denny's item picked out that you send to them yet not yet are, are, I... you, are you testing the waters <laughs> you're like medium pancakes and they're like i don't know what that means it's like oh fuck i'll try again tomorrow <laughs> You know what's funny though that literally yesterday they were they were in Orbo's chat and they said, "Does anyone remember Scatman John?" And I'm like, "Duh, like Scatman's world, right?" <laughs> that one, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a big Scatman John fan. I'm a Scatman. Have you ever heard the audio of him falling down the stairs at yes. the Central Theater in New York? but yeah i mean like we're doing great we're doing great and you know what and i I will 
complain once more because I have the platform. I fucking hate tears. I hate tears so goddamn much. It's such a so you stupid still system. Do not have any on your boy Wildseed, right? My boy has a pair of pants that sit in my bank because I have a pair of two fifty nine pants that are better than a solo tier pants. Um, I just have Halandra's gear, and that's it. I've taken every avenue possible to get all the tier I can, except for Pugging Heroic, which I could probably do, but that sounds like a pain in my ass, you know? It's also rough because once you get your tier, it, like, isn't the most monumental thing compared to other classes. And, but, like, my two set's better than no set. I mean, obviously, right? But, like, it's still that. It's still not as good. But, like, I had... the, the My Great Vault gave me a... A kind of a mean choice. Like, it was a great choice that it gave me. I had a tier shoulder, so I, I, I could have a two-piece right now. But the other option was in an IQD, an inscrutable... Is it inscrutable? An inscrutable quantum device trinket. And it was at max level, 278. There is absolutely no reason to pick 252 shoulders, 259 shoulders over a, a max level cube trinket like this isn't, and isn't that bis that's like your best thing for an agility class yeah it's like so good and it's annoyingly good because I, I always have one of these fuckers but like i have i haven't i have a max level one all last season it never dropped and so if i skip the iqd i'm basically i know i'm gonna be fucked <laughs> for the rest of the fucking season yeah, I was telling Sidewhistle too. I was like, just take the IQD because like that is max level. Like you like you can't upgrade to that or get that from a dungeon. That needs to be from the vault. And come two weeks from now, if you're still unlucky for the next two weeks, in two weeks you can craft tier for yourself. So like you won't be able to craft a max level IQD and that might not drop again in your vault. Although now that we're saying this, it's probably going to be your new like file that is in your vault every single week at max level. <laughs> and now I'll never see to your shoulders again, basically. It's 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 a real it's a real risk risk game. I also was sad because I had the jailer's necklace. You know, his cute little charm necklace. I had yeah, the the all consuming heart or whatnot. When it's like, well, I'm gonna kill Azeroth, and I'm like, I wanna, I wanna, like, what's the word for evil? I wanna, I wanna nega heart of Azeroth. Yeah, it was, it, it was. Well, I, wait, oh yeah, I yeah. got tier. I actually have three. Whoa. Okay, wait. So, so, what does your two piece do? What does your daddy <laughs> do? <laughs> I was just like, what does your daddy do? Um, it makes combustion two seconds longer. Which is helpful, but I had to learn a new rotation based on it because I was really used to combustion at the beginning of a fight giving me five of my seven hard pyroblast charges, but now it does all seven. Shit. Wow, so like that's good, but it makes you think now. Yeah, I had to like for like the first day or so, I had to really like reorganize because my hands were just automatically moving to different buttons. And I was like, no, it's different now. That's weird. What does your four set do? Uh, four set makes it where I think f when I use Phoenix Flames and Fire Blast, it might extend. 
combustion. I think it's pretty legit. That also was the one that used to set us on fire because Ian hates us, but we all complain hard enough that it got fixed. Burn them, the fire mages. I don't get it. But, yeah, that's me. Well, and then this motherfucker over here, I'm pointing to... I was going to say, Amelia, you've got one, right? Okay, this bitch went from zero pieces to four pieces in three days. Fucking, excuse me? Scab. So it was going to be my top two of the week, so I will will save this for later to further... um, Yeah, sorry, guys. Billy Elliot's dad, get out of here, scab. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. But but yes, it was a good week for me and Tira for both my Hunter and my Priest. My Hunter has two set, which is kind of like whatever right now. It like, I don't know, it's something about like when I use Kill Command, like something to do with Frenzy or something. I, I don't know. It's basically if I'm doing my rotation right, like I get a big DPS increase. So I'm like, most of the time, I mean, I know what my rotation needs to be to do it right, but most of the time I'm like, I want to press buttons instead of wait. So I just like fuck up more of my rotation because I don't want to just sit there and auto attack like I'm supposed to sometimes. That was me and my, me and my paladin because my paladin also has a three set. Naturally, my alt is the one that's going to be getting all the shit. And before I had any tier, I had so many buttons to press. I was doing this amazing opening combo where it was the only time I'd ever do damage. But I would beat every single other person. And I'm like 251 geared. This is a baby paladin. I got my tier set, my two-piece. And it was like all active buttons make them passive. <laughs> because it just kind of makes it like easier. So now I have literally like three less buttons to press. And now I'm just like eating a sandwich while playing it. And I'm like, sandwich class, sandwich class. And which was your uh, your demon hunter back in the day. Your The namesake, yeah. Slide Whistle. Yeah, you're you're a master at f- finding these sandwich eating classes. Well, the big sandwich eating class over here is Mr. Immune next to me. He has the best sandwich eating class for Beast Hunter. Yeah, beast I mean, everyone says that like BM Hunter is like the easiest one, and like sure, it it really only is like I guess like a five spell rotation type deal. But, like, it's a little harder than people make it out to be. I feel like it's managing frenzy, and you need to, like, time when you barb shot and make sure that you keep your pet at max frenzy. Like, it's it's not as quite as easy as people make it out to be, but I will say it is still easy, and that is why I chose it. I mean, like... I mean, I'm a, I'm a healer main. Like, don't, like, whatever. <laughs> like, I, I want an easy DPS class, okay? Like, yeah, fight me. If, I don't if care. You're, if, if you're going to pick a DPS, might as well make it one that doesn't require a lot of homework. You missed the sass. He was giving, like, RuPaul's Drag Race uh, untucked. The, his, his, his neck was turkey wobbling. His fingers were pointing at nobody. He was giving lots of heat. <laughs> I'm scared right now. He's going I off. I did see a tray of... Uh, all pink glasses just filled with <laughs> with vodka and i was like damn are we in the illusion lounge <laughs> the interior illusions lounge great job <laughs> yes i am so sorry the interior illusions around it's yes, been a little are. bit since i've uh <laughs> since i've watched miss paul's show L- listen aaron you need to edit in a drag rattle a few times here but yes i am currently drinking a vodka cranberry as well so yes i am a little sassy today but you know, I am I am just a little tired of people saying that BM is the easiest class in the game, and like, like 
like in juxtaposition with the fact that like we're considered one of the lower DPS classes right now. Which, again, I'm just going to go on a little bit of a mini rant here. Those lists don't mean anything. <laughs> All these lists of DPS numbers that people post, they're like, Oh my god, BM Hunter's the worst. Oh my god, it's like in the lowest like bracket. I'm like, well, okay, are you in a 95th percentile mythic cutting edge guild? No, you're not. And you'll never, you never will be. So, like, whatever. Like, I am currently always at least in the top three DPS in, in my guild when I'm on my BM Hunter. So, like, I like I don't want to hear it. Like, if if that is a spec in class that you personally like the most, play it. Like, just whatever. I'm tired of those people. And I will say, my Feral Druid buffs, I feel pretty fucking good right now. My AoE has been super increased. We did some Mythic Pluses. I've been doing them, like, against my health i've been like we we finish raid and then we do a key so i'm going to bed at like 12 and i'm like i gotta be up in like four hours what am i doing and i just i was doing a i'm pumping again like the i'm doing just like bleeds all around it's great you know what's funny though in those dungeons um in that dungeon last night Ahoy, as a guardian druid, did more damage than all of the DPS. He did more DPS than all the DPS. And I'm like, uh, and this is a post-guardian druid nerf? What, like, Blizzard, what, what is this? He did, like, 10.6. I did 10.5. Like, but, like, he still beat me. And I'm like, what the fuck? He, there were pulls where this man was at 50k DPS. And I'm like, I've never seen it get that high ever. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It doesn't really make sense to me. I mean, like, I'm glad because, like, I don't know. As a Holy Priest and I was Venthyr because I thought we needed a Venthyr because it was the Halls. But I guess we didn't because I guess Ahoy was Venthyr, so I could have gone Kyrian. But, like, I don't do that much damage in, in that setup. So I was, like, glad that, like, literally all four of you guys were doing plus 10k DPS overall in the dungeon. So Crazy shit. So, okay, so this is interesting and also makes me a little sad, but also a little excited. They have updated the accessibility updates, which you can, like, um, so, like, people who have, like, disabilities or have diseases or, or motion sickness can play the game better. And they've added, they've updated Grimrow Depot and Mall of Souls, which is interesting, hmm. to where in 925, there will be a vendor in the corner that you can buy this potion from and this potion will basically make it so that your motion sickness if you have that problem will be easier so basically what it does on on Grimmel depot when you're going to the train you know how like you can see like the visuals on the side like running past yeah, you're, 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 you're physically moving through a canyon so the item, the potion basically puts like a big shield around the train so it blocks the outside so you don't see it moving past you. And so it, it blocks it to make, to make it easier for you. I guess this is a huge problem. The comments were overwhelmingly like, thank God I would get sick on this map. And I was like, oh my God, that's a problem? That sounds horrible because this thing has come up so many times. You know, I notice it every time because I like when you when you said this, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess like the background does move there and you see it. But like, I guess I'm thankful that like I've never experienced motion sickness in World of Warcraft. So, you know, I've I never even think about that stuff. It makes me think of this is a short tangent. Street Fighter 4 had to ban a stage that took place in a volcano because everything was the color red and colorblind people were like, I cannot see the screen. And I was like, damn, you know, what? I 
as a as an abled person, I really don't think of that. So hats off to them. I was trying to figure out where it was in Mall of Souls, and I was like, it has to be on the last boss. But like, what about it? And I doesn't mean, the ship move when you get to like the third and fourth boss? Aren't you going through like a tunnel of souls? Yeah, and then even on the Helia boss, I think the water and everything outside is moving, right? I've never really paid attention to, but yeah, there's a big there's big tornadoes in the distance that are spinning and going off. But then once you, once you take the potion, it freezes the landscape, so it's just a still image instead of it moving around. Which is, I mean, this is great. Like it, it's if it, this is a problem, then it's it's been solved. The tentacles still kind of move, which I think may kind of still attribute, but they know what they're doing. Yeah, no, because I, I didn't realize this until I, I looked over at slide screen as well, that, like, the big thing at the end, boss, is that the ship is going, like, up and down with the waves. So, like, if you look at all of the exterior, like, it's all moving up and down. So, like, with, you might get the seasick thing, I guess, which I have noticed in the past, but I guess I luckily I've never felt that way. So this is fantastic. But the fact that they added this is kind of weird. You know what I mean? Because, okay, so th this means that Grimo Depot has won, right? The vote, I assume. Yeah. But why, But Moth Souls being updated is interesting. Because it's not currently involved in anything. Hmm? I have, I have a theory, um, <laughs> but... Whenever anyone says, hmm, I just think of Bunny the dog on TikTok pressing that one button to enter questions. And it's like... Bunny want Maw of Souls in Mythic Plus Season 4. Hmm? Is that is that <laughs> shit real? I mean, I think that shit is real, which is terrifying. That dog talking is talking. Talking through buttons. Yeah, there's like, like, this dog has like literally, I'm not even kidding, like 200 buttons. How the fuck can it find the same goddamn button that it wants? I couldn't do that <laughs> as a human. Yeah, no, I wouldn't memorize them. I, like, I can read, so I would just know which ones to pick. But, like, I wouldn't... <laughs> Anyways, um, I think that them including Maw Souls in this, I think it's all confirms that maybe in every Mythic Plus season in the future of Lightlands or whatever, they might do this thing where, like, the season is, like, eight dungeons that are current, six, whatever, and then two past ones that rotate every season, maybe? That would be so cool, and like it's and it it's so great for the dev team because like they can give us quote unquote more content. I'm doing air quotes while just reusing old assets. Like who cares if we have eight new dungeons and then we get two to four old ones? That's great. That's cool. I agree. I'm just thinking of I'm just thinking of, and I guess literally every dungeon could be this, but. I just, I will say, I hope they extend it to all of the expansions. I want to run Maw of Souls and be like, what did you get? Oh, I got the Throne of the Winds key. Like, just just let us do them all. Just make it fucking weird. That would be crazy. But then I also know that, that they've said a lot of their dungeons aren't Mythic Plus applicable because of how the trash packs are laid out. Because a, a big thing in Mythic Plus is making sure that you get the right amount of trash. And they didn't account for any of that before Legion. Wad had a can, little can bit, you, but... Can you imagine a Mythic Plus Storm and Stockade? You roll up and it's like, six minutes, go. 
<laughs> you know that, like, I mean, they could probably do that, though, is a thing, because, like, you you obviously have to kill all the trash that are in the hallways going, like, left and right to the other bosses you have to kill, but you know that there's going to be some, like, min-maxing people that are like, okay, we're going to pull this, this uh, cell block over here because they're easier to kill, and it's the same percentage as that annoying mob of trash up there, and then we're going to shroud past them to hogger. Alright gang, we have 3 hours and 45 minutes to complete Serpent Shrine Cavern. Let's go! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and that's being generous. <laughs> Is that the one where you also have to go back and wake up the sleeper? Naralex. Naralex. <laughs> Narimmune. Nar. Nar. What is Naru? <laughs> what is he up to these days? Because he was in Legion. Naralex was. I will do some research right now. Oh, Wailing Caverns. Wait, no. Naralex is Wailing Whale- Caverns. Yeah, Wailing Caverns. That's what I is meant to say. From Serpent Shrine Caverns, which is different from Poison Cat. There was a lot of holes in the ground we were doing back then. Serpent Shrine Caverns is the one with just like that nasty little guy in the pool of water that comes up at the end. Is that the wrong dungeon? That's the same. Oh, wait. No, yeah, that's a different one. Yeah, there's just like a phlegm faceless one in the water. You hit him and he's like, oh, you better not have. Wait, which one was the one where the last boss was, yeah, as Slide was saying, in a pool of water where everyone was like, okay, we're going to stand along the sides. Or like Death Knights were like, I'm going to like give everyone water walking and make them come up to us. I believe that was Serpent Shrine because Wailing Caverns. I actually don't know what the last boss was, but that was the one with Naralex. We really showing our balls on stream now. Serpent Shrine it's Cavern. It's old. It's old. And when we leveled, they all happened at the same time. Yeah, this is why we don't know anything. Serpent Shrine Cavern is the one that we have done probably the least amount ever. Because Lady Vash is the end boss. And I'm pretty sure Serpent Shrine Cavern has not been in, in, in any time walking. So you have to go out there and it, do Isn't it that yourself. a raid? With Lady Vosh being the final. Oh, that's that a is. Raid, right? So you see what I mean? It is indeed a raid. This whole goof is for nothing because Serpent Shrine Cavern's not even a dungeon. It's only got one, two, three. It's got five bosses in it. How is this a raid? Because the yeah. sixth one is the guy you fish up, which you can now find in Maldrixus. Oh, that's interesting because Lady Vosh is there. Yeah, she's, she straight up says, like, yes, the lurker in the water is here. Don't beat him up. He's my friend. And you can't, but she just hangs out with him. Okay, well, we meant the other one that I said. Who cares? Old is old. I am new. Well, I don't know if we're new, but we're newer. <laughs> as we've, as, like, I feel like has become, like, increasingly apparent since we've started this podcast, we are no longer Babby, guys. No, we are not Babby. But what is Babby is this new epilogue series of quests and cutscenes, in-game cutscenes, that we've gotten over this last week in the Shadowlands. So, I feel like we should talk about those. It's basically about what Arbiter Pelagos decides to do for Sylvanas' judgment. You mean the Pelg Arbiter? Please get it right. Yeah, please use his proper name. The Pelg Arbiter has decided... I will say, I have yet to finish the storyline. <laughs> I think. Come on. <laughs> They're all still gathered waiting for me to talk to them. 
<laughs> okay, I will say that slide whistle. I'm like, okay, first off, I want to say this quest line literally, Aaron. What it took you like 20 minutes? Like it's pretty 20, fast. If even it's the entirety of it is in Oribos, and then you go up to the Oribos circle, the Arbiter. It's like five minutes. the The longest part was the the walk you already did. Okay, okay, so, well, anyways, he, he was in a queue for LFR to try to get his tier set or something, and that popped during it, and then he went off to do that, and then he never finished it, but, anyways, I thought that it was a cool throwback where, maybe it, maybe I'm the only one who saw it this way, maybe it wasn't actually intended to be this way, but anyways, you're, you, like, are tasked with walking with Uther and Sylvanas to bring her up to the Pell Arbiter, is that what... Pell Garbiter. Pell Yeah, come on, Pell Garbiter. Like Garfield, Cadgar. his favorite character. Okay, so you are tasked with bringing Sylvanas with Uther up to the Pell Garbiter's chambers. And you walk through Ouroboros's, like center area, and there are a bunch of like souls and people from all the four covenants that are around that are like booing her, heckling her. It gives serious like Death Knight intro quest line vibes to me they were yelling mm. some mean shit i tried to stop there and listen and it was like whoa 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 is that a whore well i think i think if anything that was the orc saying like you betrayed the whore no it was it was whore they said <laughs> you, whores. You also i did finish it i realized i did finish it after my lfr i was like What's happening? But I I didn't talk to every NPC standing around the fucking portal. Ugh. Well, I did. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that on my hunter because I only did this on my priest. But anyways, I like the walk with Sylvanas. I thought it was especially cool that, as Aaron said, that like there was an orc soul that that said, like, wow, how could you betray the horde like this? But there were also night elf souls. And because Slide Whistle was like... Why do any of these, like, Covenant, like, Shadowlands people care about what she did? And I was like, well, I'm pretty sure those Night Elf souls care because they were literally burned to death because Growlina couldn't save them. <sighs> Come on. Come on. Growlina left them to turn to ash. They, uh, one of them said that. She, one of them said gave... that. <laughs> Growlina left us here. Growlina gave them a big check. She left it on the base of Burnt Down Taldrassil. Her conscience is clean. Well, anyways, so you wait. Do you have anything else to say, Slide? Uh, I was gonna say how how cool it was. So like, obviously, the minute it's like Sylvanas will now walk to her judgment. You know, I press slash on my keyboard, and you know, I RP walked and I tried to oh, spit on Sylvanas as we walked through. I was like, "Come on, Nidos, let's fucking get her!" And so when I walked her to the very end, I was like. Man, Sylvanas, what is this outfit you're wearing? And because when you're in Oribos, it, it, it zones you when you're in this thing. I got on my auction mount to try to sell something. And uh, because it was phased, it kicked my turtles out. Like, I could not vendor anything. I couldn't transmog on my yak. And But if anybody in the vicinity talked and slash say, I could see it still. Because the exact area I was standing in. I was staring at Sylvanas, and I was like, that's an ugly outfit. And somebody, some stranger in Slash Say came up and said, you look ugly. Oh. And I was like, oh my god, I don't I don't see them here. It's gotta be about Sylvanas. So she was getting double dragged at the same time. Or, like, the actual people in Orbos saw you moving, but you didn't see them or something. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. Are you saying that I look ugly in World of Warcraft? Because I do not. I look. I'm. I am wearing a single set with a cool back. No, I know. I'm acknowledging that you look good, but I'm saying that if they heard you say that, that might be their response because they felt offended. I said it out loud in my room. I didn't type it. I said it. I they said it were here. there behind you. You didn't go out to the kitchen and see three random dudes on laptops. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were saying that you said it in slash say at Sylvanas because I like because we we do that shit too. Like <laughs> that's true. We no, I said it out loud to myself. I, I said it to you, I think, and then someone said you're ugly, and I was like, oh, get her. I hope that was to her. Gotcha. Okay. So, anyways, we bring Sylvanas up to the Pelgarbiter, and then we get this. We get the first um in game in game cinematic. Where he, I don't, I don't know. This is his first day on the job, I guess. Like, y'all, y'all think he kind of copped out here? Okay, I, I will say, for his first judgment, I think he was given quite a big case to like deal out. But also, I don't know, if, <laughs> I don't know if he made the right choice. You know what I mean? He yeah, basically... the, the, the whole thing was he was just like, I don't know this bitch. I ain't know her. But you know who do? Tyrande Whisperwind. Well, he didn't even name drop her, though. He was like, he basically was like, Sylvanas, you know who needs to judge you and assign you your punishment for your sins. And then she decided it was Tyrande. Because he was like, I don't know anybody here. I assume you could tell me. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's not great narratively. Complete mind wipe when I came in here. <laughs> This this blue bitch keeps floating around with her blue with her wings. I don't know her. Says we were friends. Don't remember. This I will say that this this gave me uh, Legion vibes. So th- this reminded me of when Taranda came to free Illidan from Maev's care. Maev was taking care of Illidan. She said, "I will watch Illidan. I will be the one who decides his fate." And Taranda said. I'm going to kill your guards, Maiev, and I'm going to free my ex-fling for this. And now, all of a sudden, you flip-flop it, and Taranda is now the quote-unquote keeper of a prisoner, much like Illidan is now the keeper, quote-unquote, of Sargeras. It's kind of weird and kind of cool. I feel like these last few weeks in the Shadowlands have drawn really cool parallels to legion to wrath like it's been cool to see i think but yes as i said um taronda is well okay i guess first like then then the pilgarbiter is like does anyone object to taronda doling out sylvanas's punishment and then it does like these zoom ins of like everyone and you see anduin like look down like "Mm, i'm not gonna say anything here I would like to imagine that every Horde player is like, Yes! I object! Yes! Don't give it to her! <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, bitch. Tarana, let's fucking execute this hoe. I also want to say that Tarana's dump truck made another appearance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like, before that, yes. Tarana is a badass bitch. She like comes up and she immediately just like holds up her glaive to Sylvanas' neck and she's like... Why shouldn't I kill you? Also, the in the in game cinematics for the first time ever looked so good. The, yeah, the, they yeah. they really put their whole 
Pelgusi into <laughs> these last few ones, like the the Clea and Pelagos one, and then this one too. As Toronto was talking, they were like they were putting some serious work into that. I, I was just like, how do they in game make these expressions and these words line up so well? Like her face snarls, like everything. Like Toronto looked so good, and the minute I saw her and ah, what's her, what's her, what's, what's the other one's name? Her second in command, Chandris Feathermoon. Chandris Feathermoon. I sit next to them and I was like, hey, night elves, we're the only ones here. Let's kill this bitch. And I was like, where do I stand? There's no other Drain Knight here. And then Slide was like, here are your people over here. And he walked over to like the Venthyr that weren't even named. And I'm like, I guess. That's Grimbles. That's Eric Grimbles. He died and now he is a Venthyr. I've done a lot of bad things in my life that I need to atone for. The way he talked about Bethany, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I did a lot of did a lot of sex stuff on Bethany. <laughs> <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna have to real whipping chains me for a while there. Well, I feel like he'd probably like that. But anyways, uh, Taronda takes off Sylvanas like down to the part where you can jump into the mall and decides what her ultimate punishment is. And then you walk down there. This is basically all the quest is right. Like literally, you just walk downstairs yeah. and then you like go to them and then you get another cutscene. Okay, and I will say, I find it very weird that Taronda was like. Okay, Sylvanas, you are in my stead, and you will pick up all of the souls of the mall of who you killed from my people. All of them will be sorted. But also, I'm going to have my pet owl, Dorishan, or whatever, watch you. Okay, as a, uh, as, as a night elf man, as a druid, Dorisher, is this like, oh, not Dorisher, yeah. or is it... Oh, it's imp- it's an that, important. Guy? That's her. That's her main bitch. She uses that owl for everything. You you see it in the Legion cinematics. The the owl is there flying with Mafurion when she fights when he fights Sylvanas. I believe it's also in the cinematic where she kills um, Nathanos. Anyways, this is this is this owl is a big deal. It's like her main. It's like her main attack in Heroes of the Storm too. It like. Like, I was I know just that's about like to say, same, I, like, do, you know I, mean. I do remember that as an ability in Hots. So I was like, oh yeah, it's the Hots Owl. But like, I don't know. It'd be like me, uh, maybe this isn't like proper because I'd be like, yeah, fuck Boron. It'd be like me banishing Boron to the mall and I'd be like, yeah, I basically already did that. But <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine Sylvanas is like, I've collected 10 souls. I'm going to leave. It's actually pretty easy because Boron's an idiot. <laughs> he fell off the cliff. <laughs> no, see, because that that would be hilarious. Brian is a fucking moron. But Dorashan or whatever his name is, it's I feel like it's mentioned in like almost every single aspect of Taranda's existence. Like it's always there. What is the owl going to eat in the maw? There's nothing to eat there. The owl's gonna starve. <laughs> Like, I don't think that maw rats would provide much sustenance for uh this owl. But I could be wrong. Either way, I feel like I I feel like it, it's kind of mean, like banishing your your pet owl. It'd be like like Harry Potter in in like being like, oh Hedwig, I'm sending you down there. I mean, I know Hedwig died, but like you know what I mean. <gasps> this should have been a subject for Azeroth's DNR to discuss, and it seems like a big missed opportunity. And now they're canceled. 
They they split to the three directions. One of them is an Eridar lord now. I heard they got <sighs> renewed for a second episode on DNR After Dark <laughs> at do not relent.com. Oh, wait, patreon.com slash do not relent. Right? That is correct. Yeah. Also, and this is this is my thing, and it's unfair because like whatever, but it's like Sylvanas, you have to go through every single bit of the maw and find every soul. One was the maw that we saw all the maw because it's really not that big. Like it's big, but it's that that shit's gonna take her maybe like a month. <laughs> That's what I was wondering, too. I'm like, okay, so this writes her out of the story for a while, maybe an expansion, but it definitely leads it leads leaves it open for her to come back. I mean, because like I'm like, I don't know, like like the three of us collected souls every week for a while. I feel like this probably wouldn't take her that long. I mean, do we have official numbers about, like, what Teldrassil's population would be? And also, yes. if, if um, Sylvanas can only collect, like, what, 25 souls <laughs> a week? <laughs> also, you know she's not going to just jump in there and automatically max out her souls every week. You know she's going to take her time. She's going to be like, I'm sad. I'm banished. My family. Also, it seems like, according to... <laughs> I typed in, how many died in Teldrassil? The top result comes from a random person on GamingSection.net who says, I'd say Sylvanas killed around 15 to 20,000 Night Elves, plus around 500 to 700 humans, and a couple of High Elves. So according to this random stranger who paid for an ad on Google, that's how many she killed. Also, not a single Worgen, I guess. We all managed right? to escape. Well, maybe they were counting humans because, like, Gilnaeans. That's fucked up. Fuck you, that well, guy. Who's are like, humans. You guys are, are they technically not? humans. Okay, this is I a- saw. <laughs> I can directly contradict you, sir, because I saw <laughs> those furry guys on fire dying. They did not change back. I. That's interesting though, because that, now is this new debate? Are all Gilnaeans? humans i said they are right no one no I mean, one's yeah. a worgen permanently except for the you know the ones that are but then they're not so, counted so are they gilnean humans with a worgen curse then because they're where because werewolves inherently are human based that turn into wolves so and, and what i will say is they were burning to death they were waving their hands as wolves so I feel like there, like there were Gilnaeans there. I saw them on fire, but there were distinct ones who were like, "This is me, the big wolf. This is what I choose to identify as." But do you think dying as a worgen? Do you think dying in your worgen form makes you any less of a Gilnaean human? Like, like when you go to the afterlife, you are you're only ever a human. I guess that's true because you wouldn't carry the curse with you in death. Right. It's just sort of like a that plain thing. I, I, I've never thought about it this way, but I guess worgens are just what? humans. Worgens are just humans. Don't, don't you have don't you have a chance to go to the Emerald Dream being like a, a creature connected to the dream? Okay, so like are wait like slap me if I'm wrong here, but like are worgens just like human druid types then 
Yeah, yes. I guess they. You can like because Celestine does it all the time. You can do druid stuff as just a Gilnean. So technically, you're just a human who knows magic, and you can choose to be this other thing. Okay, I found a Reddit post from three years ago from r slash world of warcraft lore which i did not know exist warcraft lore uh working are humans cursed to be beast men or beast women or beasts not enemies who can only reassume a good old beast but non-biny who can only assume their human forms while they look the part they are still worgen the quest called neither mm. human nor beast points towards worgen not being human nor beast, but something in between. I mean, like, I feel like default, you're still kind of human. You're just human. You're you're a spicy human with, like, a disease. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're gonna wolf disease. I guess. So, so this is what I will say is, when you get bit and you go crazy, you're a wolf. And you learn to become a Gilnean, so it's almost like the your human form is your mask. Like, if, if you release control of your mind, you go back into a wolf. So maybe that's what they're saying? Okay, BattleNub89 has a lot of good points here. A worgen is a cursed human. Thus, they are both human and giant furry monsters. Wow, wow I didn't say that. BattleNub89 said it. Uh, well, thanks, BattleNub. I don't think it's accurate to create an exclusivity between their forms. They're a combination of both. An argument for the worgen identity would be that they exhibit symptoms of their curse even in human form. Intensified emotions, intensified rage, a compulsion to haunt and be in the wild. On the flip side, if two worgens conceive a child, that child is a human and they have a hyperlink here. So obviously at a genetic level, they are still human and their worgen state is purely magical. Oh my god, this is a lot to take in. Uh, what's the hyperlink there? Is it just is it just worgen sex? It links to Ask a Dev, a wiki where people have asked devs questions. And so I'm looking at a... It's, it's a big list of a lot of questions. So I will have to control F worgen while you guys discuss what it means to be a worgen. Okay, so that's very interesting, but I feel like it could... Uh answer the question here that like the worgen thing could i guess just be a curse like as opposed to being like what you are like at as a biological level i don't know okay i found it uh somebody asked a dev why are humans who drink the blood of worgen unable to be raised as forsaken and the answer not only are the valkyr less powerful than the lich king when it comes to raising the undead but the worgen curse also makes raising them into undeath far more difficult than it is for normal humans. The worgen curse has roots in both the Emerald Dream through the wolf ancient Goldrin and the holy power of the goddess Alun. In addition, those worgen who imbibe the waters of Taldorin through the ritual they undergo to maintain balance between the worgen curse and their humanity have a further resistance to the corruption of undeath. So they're in between. Huh. I did not expect to get learnt about my people this day. Thank you, long series of questions. Oh, okay. oh my. 
Can worgen reproduce naturally or only through a bite or blood? Would their child be a worgen or not? The worgen curse is exactly that, a curse. Its origins are rooted in the druidic pack form that was altered by the type of the loon. The end result is the worgen. I think it kind of sounds like they're humans. And it's just a curse that they have on them. Like like uh, our girl Tess Greymane did not want inside of her. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, everyone. You've you've proven that I'm just a human with issues, something that I desperately did not want to be. I mean, I still don't want to admit or acknowledge Susan, though, so I think we can have our own little bubble here. Just like the people on Grim Rail Depot. We brought it full circle. Whoop, whoop. And now it's time for our top two bottom boot, medium mood. Amin, what do you got for us this week? Well, I got myself a top two, as I alluded to earlier in the episode, baby. Up until this week, I was very unlucky with my tier. I got no drops on either of my characters in Raid or in the Vault. But I, this week, on my Priest, went from zero to four set in, I believe, four, three or four days. So what happened was, well, what had happened was... Is that I got, I believe, one piece dropped for me in Raid with Dogs with Jobs. Another piece was traded to me in Dogs with Jobs. And then I got a piece from my vault last week. And then this upcoming week, I took a piece from my vault. So, like, they raid on the weekends, Saturday, Sunday. So, like, Saturday to Tuesday, I went from zero to four set. Which is crazy to me. Dang. Um, yeah, so there there I am now and I'm it's like bussin' bussin' and I'm I'm excited about it. And I feel like it actually has also changed my playstyle, which is interesting. Um it makes it so that like whenever I cast a holy word, then my next holy word affecting spell does a lot more whatever it does. So like in Mythic Plus I could have like really, really big smites if I want, or in raid it, I could have like really big, he- bigger heals even, and then either way, this whole situation makes it so that in raid, my holy word salvation goes from being like it's twelve minute cooldown, which it never really is, to like less than five minutes probably even. It it it, it makes it's a makes a big difference in raid, and then also makes a big difference in mythic plus where my smites make a lot more damage as well. So I I feel like it's a big deal on my priest, and then on my hunter, I also have a two set now. Because I got one piece in raid and one piece from my vault. So, yeah, I went from zero pieces to six this week. So that's a big top two from me. But, uh, Slide Whistle, what do you got? I got a big old top two this week. Ooh, double two. Two two. My two is the Sylvanas book has finally released. And after, what, it's been pushed back like three to four times by the fucking, by the publisher, by Blizzard. I've been audiobooking it, and it's been such a good experience. It's voice acted by Savannah's voice actor. It was a little bit boring in the first like couple chapters because like I don't care about high it, elves it as got, much. <laughs> it got a uh, it got pretty intense pretty quick. Yes, I'll say that. I, I was just like, "This is really boring," and then it's just like, "Little Lady Moon." Should, I was yeah, like, "Oh, sure." This should jump and and and. I'm kind of mad at Christy Golden because I don't 
ever want to feel sorry for Sylvanas, but, like, I kind of do now after reading this book and what she exactly, like, detailing how she felt as she went through this entire list of things that we we have known this her entire career throughout this entire game, but we have never really known how she felt personally. You know what I mean? And it it details how when she's mind-controlled and when she kills the people of Quothalos, like, there's a lot to it, and it's it's kind of deep and, like, cuts hard. It's really good. That's interesting, too, because, like, when you pair that with what we learned about Sylvanas this week in the epilogue of the Shadowlands, like, chapter, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like it maybe just her being banished to the Maw to repent for herself is the proper thing to have been done, actually. I definitely will agree, because the, it's very clear that she is not completely innocent in all of her actions, um, but, like, just hearing what she had to go through, like, in, in such detail, it's just been a really good, good audio experience. The music is so fucking bomb. And I'm excited to, like, read the book after I've audiobooked it. Like, it's just a little, I'm just really pumped for this book. Next week, I think we're going to have a book club for you guys, because this is going to be a good book. What about you, Aaron? What's your top two bottom boot, medium boot? Well, I have to complete the triple and have myself a top two. Triple two! Toot, toot, toot. I enjoy that. So after the epilogue, after Sylvanas does a big flip into the Maw, a bunch of world leaders randomly come in through the portal to sort of chat with the world leaders that were in the Shadowlands. And my friend and Zaddy, uh, Gennethan Greymane shows up. Gennethan. To talk to Anduin, but he's also, he's got some real spice for the Horde, and considering that we're about to hold hands with them and become big friends, I'm glad someone's still keeping the heat. One of one of his things is Lorthamar comes up to him and it's just like, oh my god, that Sylvanas is not the Sylvanas I knew. I used to love and hang out with her, but she hasn't been nice for a long time. And all he has to say is just like, well, then you why, why'd you follow her orders? Ooh. And Lorthamar's like, boo! And he has to go walk over and be like, Gen was mean. Which is a funny truth because, like, yeah, like, as the book details, like, it, it really shows how close they grew up together. And then, what, he became a blood elf. And then she became leader of the Horde. Which is funny. Did, did you know that orcs killed their parents? I didn't know that. I knew, I knew nothing about that, no. I mean, it makes sense, yeah. considering the High Elves were aligned. She cursed the Horde and then joined them as... That's the part that I, I haven't gotten to, to, to this point yeah, in the book yeah, yet. Yeah, the, 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 sheer, the sheer anger was like, those disgusting green monsters. Wait, no, they're even more vile than monsters. I was like, yeah. that, that them's your boys in like a year here. I will say, though, even when she was the Chieftain of the Horde or whatever it's called, she was always just like, I'm doing this for my undead. Like, like for mm-hmm. the people that have always been my people, as opposed to, like, the greater Horde, I guess. She, she always had her allegiances within the Horde. I, this is a really good book. You guys gotta read this before next week, please. Because I never thought I would appreciate Sylvanas and Nathanos' relationship, but I do. They, uh, she loves him. She said so. It's confirmed. And that is what makes... I was like, oh my god, they're not just like tax co-workers. 
Wait, wait. So you're saying that when she was talking, uh, that one cut scene with when she's talking with the jailer or something. I, maybe she wasn't talking to the jailer, but it was in the Shadowlands when she when she's like cuts herself off, and then everyone was like, "Oh wait, is she talking about love?" And everyone's like, "Is it about her sisters?" So it's actually about Nathanos. You think then? Very possible. Very possible. She loves her family just as much, but like Nathanos, they did. Chrissy did a really good job covering their like coworker slash relationship, and it was. Ah. I'm excited to read and or listen to it. But the, the, the final thing, and it's a real quick one, too, is you can talk to them as different people. And apparently, if you're a part of the Horde and you talk to Greymane, he just kind of turns around, spits at you, and goes, I refuse to believe your fallen war chief even feels the slightest remorse for her crimes. Yes. When will she answer for what she did to my people, to my son? You have much to answer for as well. And I was like, yeah! My boy, again, did not forget. He was just like, just because Ian says we have to kiss each other doesn't mean i wanna justice for liam Greymane. <laughs> justice for liam even though he turned into a pretty bitchin hearthstone card when you kill him he just becomes another ghost listen this is just gen's worgen curse talking he's off the handle be- even when he's in his human form because of the curse he needs to drink the waters of lake minnetonka the water to calm down again you know who else has been drinking deep of the waters of lake minnetonka our patrons including friend of the pod tajerla fourth host of the podcast your monkey ahoy vince aka nathanos killed himself to see sylvanas and she will now pick up the phone Insync slash drag race crucifix saracen hawk adorno <laughs> bablorn blow gershom who says she knows fleshlight and you're fleshlight Hoax, asking Garlina to say, For the Horde! Vanderlyle, who asks you to check out ProjectHope.org and support any of the worthwhile causes that they are raising funds for. And Will, a.k.a. Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. And with that, we are out of here. If you have any comments, questions, complaints, send us an email at DoNotRelentPod at gmail.com. Join our Discord at DoNotRelent.com. Hop in. Oh, Adorno's bringing the hot memes. He's got a Mr. Bean one he just made. There's a night waiting for the inner episode, like, and it's Mr. Bean waiting. <laughs> Love it. Mwah. Kisses. What about you guys? Where can I find you on the internet? You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on the Twitter at New Era Alex, or you can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at the Big Cheesy on Twitter.com. Read the show's literary musings at Do Not Relent.LiveJournal.com. And catch me playing Vigigrams at twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. It is time for us to leave. And... Just kidding. Oh. We're never stopping. Pranked you again! It's time ah! for D-A-D-N-R Azeroth's channel. <coughs> and remember... Another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. <laughs>